Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 283, episode 4 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it is Thursday, April 20th, 2023. You know what that means. Spark it up, dude. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) But it's 420. Happy 420 to all who celebrate, all who observe. My name is is jack o'brien aka potatoes o'brien sorry i should have come with like a i know i should have come with a 420 aka but i'm just all out of sorts i'm I'm standing today because my back's fucked up so i'm like doing i'm uh this is gonna be the first podcast you've ever heard me standing got like standing energy miles is out for 420 today just to fully it's not because it's 420 it's because the geist child cometh and beckon if but also i'm a little i'm a little worried i I, like the geist child's appearances on the podcast uh yesterday and on the trending the day before were showstoppers Mm. and i I think i'm going to be replaced but that child will replace us all one day yes of course (laughs) i'm thrilled to be joined by a very special guest co-host that bitch on twitch it's dj daniel goodman well you may not have a 420 aka but cherry ak and jack hair i blaze sweet northern lights got me napping for days blue dream and purple kush good for my brain these are a few of my favorite strains when the blunt sparks when the cloud blows when i'm feeling sad 
I sigh and get high on my favorite strains, and then I don't feel so bad. Woo! That Drop is fucking bomb. <laughs> Shout out to the legend math demigod Rob Cunningham on Twitter. Go follow him on YouTube. He is a math legend. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Your boy DJ <laughs> Daniel, aka the the Portland Trail Blazer. Hey, really, watch out now. Know. Yeah. Happy to be here. Jack, it's a You work with the pleasure. Portland team quite a bit. It's a yeah, pleasure you know. to have you. Happy to be here. Yeah, that your AKA made me wonder, are there new ways, are there new trends in weed smoking? I've I Man. haven't smoked weed in nearly a decade. <laughs> I'm hearing about all this cool stuff that the kids are doing with alcohol consumption, like that uh the big jug of water and vodka and oh, food right. color yeah, yeah, that they're yeah. carrying the, around what's the, the new trend in uh in weed with Man, the kids you know it's it's still a space race in the concentrates department it's just about like making the the, the purest dopest dope out of these little crystals of thc and yeah goopy terpenes and whatnot but me i stick to my my little pen my little extract pens and the the occasional J. I still like to roll yeah. one up every now and then so pardon me for kicking it old school compared to the new kids with their <laughs> fancy puff coves and whatnot but um yeah I, it's uh you know I, I i still kick it old school is anybody going the opposite direction and being like, I want the gentlest high yes. possible? Like, yes. Please, I don't want to be violently high. That was yes. always the thing that I was back when I smoked weed. Like you never knew what you were going to get. I guess I also didn't like buy my own weed. I wasn't a Fair. connoisseur of any sorts. I would just mm. smoke weed with other people. And in that practice, you never know what you're going to get. And I would sometimes just find myself on another planet uh, you know, without intending to be there. Brother. Uh, a, I feel you. B, there is literally a company. This is not paid advertising, but I just happen to listen to the Doughboys and they talk about it all the time. You ever heard of Diet Smoke? It's literally no. called Diet Smoke, and it's supposed to be like low grade weed that's for the every smoker who is like, you know, I'm not really trying to blast off and disappear from this, you know, <laughs> from this mortal coil. I'm kind of just trying to like be a yeah. little bit high, and there, yeah, yeah. there is stuff for that. So that is absolutely okay. a market that is totally worth pursuing if anybody is interested in getting back into cannabis but doesn't want to buy $300 worth of bongs and, you know, right. yeah. terpenes. Well, well, Daniel, we are thrilled to be joined. It's been enough of our bullshit chit enough. chat. Let's get down to enough. it. We're thrilled to be joined by one of our favorite guests here on the Daily Zeitgeist, a talented writer, host, actress. Welcome back to the show, the brilliant and talented Danny Fernandez. Boop, 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 boop. Yes, my AKA could be um edibles. Edibles. <laughs> Ed hey. I, I fuck with edibles, man. So That's good. my yeah. So I want a general. I think a lot of people want a general high. The thing that I don't understand is how people can get high and then write. I'm like who wants yeah. to write when you're? I want to take a bath and go to bed. Like I need <laughs> yes. like a Red Bull to write. I need the opposite. I think. Completely yeah. I think we there. There are certain people for whom you know. You know. There's the thing with like. ADD medication for people who don't need it, it affects them like speed. And for people who do need it, it actually calms them down. Like, I think there's a similar thing that happens with weed. Like, I know people who used to, like, need to get high before class to, mm. like, do as well as they possibly could. I just right. think that there's... It totally affects people in different ways. For me, it gave me a panic attack, and I just kept going. <laughs> I just kept being like, nah, I want to be cool. I'm going to keep giving myself a panic attack. Mm -hmm. But yeah, writing while high, 
I, I the times that I tried that was non-productive, I, I will say. I'm similarly unproductive when it comes to being high. I can I can smoke weed and play ultimate frisbee. And that's about as far as Hilarious. You know, mind it functioning active. active activity plus weed can get. Other than that, it's on the couch watching Succession or something. Yeah. Succession seems stressful to me. I Honestly, like you know, what? I, I, I think smoking I, did, I, did a, I did a couple episodes super plays and I had to like watch them again because I was like, I think I missed the whole business transaction. Where I'm just like, what <laughs> Who's this old guy again? Who, yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> <laughs> fu- Stop telling me to fuck off. How much of the lingo, the business lingo are we supposed to understand? Because I feel like they throw a bunch in there that's yeah. probably like a reference to something they've worked out in the writer's room. But like yeah. they're not counting on us knowing <laughs> what the fuck they're talking about. I feel like it excites. It's the same thing with like all of their LA slash Hollywood references. Mm, Like I just, I know that it excites the groups that it excites. And I wrote on a similar show that had like a big business aspect and we, we had like a business, uh, someone that that's their job that went through all of the scripts to kind of make it sound like we actually knew what the fuck we were talking about. Like a oh, wow. person? business consultant. Yeah, business mm. consultant. There you go. Nice. Wow. Sorry, I am high. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, usually business consultant is the most general job that you can possibly tell someone you I'm do. A, like I'm that's, a consultant. That must be the number one job that CIA agents tell people they do because Mm. they know it will immediately turn people's brain off. But also (laughs) kind of true. Yeah, exactly. You know, McKinsey, it's like McKinsey, but not. Yeah. Because I also kill people. Exactly. All right, Danny, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about. Your boy, Daniel, has brought some 420 news. Uh, The Bipartisan Hope Act is being reintroduced Mm -hmm. by AOC, among others. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about how the Fox Dominion settlement is being covered or not covered, specifically by Fox News, by uh, Newsmax and OAN, both of whom have pending lawsuits with them. We might get into some great Pacific garbage patch. I think we shouldn't call it great. I think it's bad, but we'll (laughs) we'll talk about that big old garbage patch between California and Hawaii. We might talk about so there's a there's a Major League Baseball story, but I, I promise you if we talk about it, it won't be a story about baseball. It will be a story about drinking in public. One of the top two ways to drink is being affected by these new Major League Baseball rules because they've sped up the time the Mm, game takes, mm. which also reduces the amount of beer that can be consumed. Or it you would think it would, but (laughs) but baseball fans are dedicated, if nothing else, to getting shit-faced. So we'll talk about that and that pillow-humping scene. Were Were you guys familiar with this pillow humping scene? Uh, that happened in Obsession, not to be confused with Obsessed. There's a new Netflix show Obsessed. called Obsession. Mm. Not yeah, it's it's a combination of the Beyonce <laughs> movie and the show Succession. <laughs> ah, nice. No, it's about a hotshot surgeon who becomes obsessed with his son's mysterious girlfriend, eventual fiance, and there is a showstopper of a scene that you might hear people referring to so we'll we'll give you the proper context for Mm. that because it has it seems to have thoroughly weirded out the internet which is just in my middle school fan fiction i mean (laughs) who hasn't humped a pillow i know right y'all but i I don't want to see 
50 something men doing it personally. That's mm. I, I guess it depends on which 50 something man it is. Ooh. Pedro but, Pascal. <laughs> yeah, Pedro Pascal might pull it off. I watched that man read the He did. No, actually, he did. You see his Esquire? Was it Esquire? You got to, I'll send it to y'all. He did hump a couch. He was humping okay. that couch. He was. Um, I might have saved it on my Instagram. Pardon me while I Google. <laughs> All of that, plenty more. But first, Danny, we like to ask our guests what is something from your search history? Okay. Um, my search history had how to predict when something will happen using tarot. <laughs> okay. So I've had, this is wild. One, I feel like I've seen every major psychic out here, including Oprah psychic, who I love and know I will not give you the info for anyone that DMs me. But um, I have now seen four different psychics who have told me that my future partner is from New York. Huh. And like they didn't know, like I did not tell them anything. I didn't tell them one of them. One of the, the most recent psychic I saw was from Miami. I literally gave her like my nickname. Like I didn't put my info for her to like look me up. Um, but she was reading my cards and she said, I see that your partner is from New York. And I've had four other people tell me that. So I mm. also tweeted something funny where I was like, man, if can't believe my partner has never had good Mexican food. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, and a lot of New Yorkers got mad. But anyways, I keep hearing this. I've heard this for years. So I was trying to like figure out when, when. And I think it's hmm. this summer, y'all. I think it's okay. this summer. Okay. So. Summer of, this is the summer of New York. Just like I know a lot of people are moving to New York. I I don't know. It's, it seems like a good summer for New York. I am curious what the psychic's ruling would be on a, uh, so they say, OK, you're going to meet someone from New York. Then you go and with your many, many followers, you insult all New Yorkers. Does it <laughs> <laughs> does that still hold up? Like or are they like, well, you just sabotaged it. You're like, fucking me up here. no, I was kind of talking shit. And a lot of like Latino New Yorkers wrote me like my, my friend Christian Mercado is in New York. He's a filmmaker, wrote me and like several other people were like. They were like, stop messing around, like stop, you know, playing games like there are there is good Mexican food here. So I was just kind of like, you know, yeah. making fun of them. It's not as good as here. Sorry, not as good as yeah. here. But I was just kind of teasing them. So, yeah, good natured shit talking. Yes. Good natured shit talking. Some might say flirting with your eventual. There you partner, go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That is I, I've been to one psychic in the last five years, just like. Went to the boardwalk, Ocean City, New Jersey. Shout out. Shout out, Ocean City, New Jersey. But I like it, it it's kind of a uh, Zoltar atmosphere, like bit the yeah. place where big the big miracle happens. Mm -hmm. And so I, th I think that's kind of what I was looking for. But they also were like big things happening in New York for you and your wife. They, they actually said my wife was going to meet her partner in New York. Right. But yeah. I was like, but we're, they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't listen to him. Just move it along here. Move it along. But yeah. I just like but, seeing a bunch of them to see if they all say the same thing. And a lot of times they do. And I'm like, that makes me a little. And I only see ones that come heavily recommended. It has to be like from a friend who was like, she accurately predicted this exact thing that happened in my life. And then I'm like, oh, I want to, I want to talk to them. So there you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. What is, what is something you think is overrated? Okay, y'all, this, these Stanley Cups, have y'all heard of these? No. The thing that okay. you win in the, hockey? <laughs> no, 
It's a <laughs> okay. Stan- Stanley Tumblr mug. Somebody listening right now is drink has one in their car, like with them right now. Mm-hmm. So my aunt got me one of these big Stanley Tumblr mugs for Christmas, and I remember thinking like, "Oh, that's cool. That's nice. Like, thank you." And my brother and sister in law, who I opened it up in front of, were like, "Oh, she got you a Stanley." And I was like, "What?" Everywhere I go, people comment on this. My friend that I was Facetiming with, she was like, "Oh, you have you have a Stanley," and there's like TikToks on them. There's like TikToks telling folks where you can get them when Target restocks them. These are like gold. What I have in my hand right here is Whoa. gold. And so I was oh. talking to a girlfriend of mine, and she was like, "Yeah, all all the white girlies love them. It's like moms, forty <laughs> sisters." Okay. And so I was googling. Li- literally, if you type in like "why is Stanley mug," it'll come up like so popular. And I had no idea that I have the Willy Wonka golden ticket Stanley mug. So Stanley so Cup. These, it's, they look similar to what I would associate with Yeti, the, yeah. the brand Yeti, yeah. but they have a different logo stamped on them. Uh, so I'm assuming they're just like some up, up market version of like a Yeti tumbler where it's the, the, it'll stay, your drink will stay cold for a month instead yeah. of like three days. <laughs> Yeah, what's the haps with these bad boys? I also think it's the straw. I know that sounds crazy. I'm sure that Yeti mm. also has them, but there's something about the fact that they have they come with a straw that's like a really big deal. Yeah. But like, I don't know if y'all know water talk, like water TikTok is a big deal. And mm. it's a little, a little chaotic. It'll be like I was watching. I'm trying to carefully choose my words here. There Water was this TikTok woman. Is chaotic. I love it. There was this woman who. That's like a completely different culture, you guys. <laughs> there was this woman who was like, "This is how I make my water. I. It's my cotton candy water. I start with four pumps of vanilla. It's like vanilla syrup that you would. Yes, four vanilla pumps. syrup <laughs> that you would see at Starbucks. And then yeah. I add the maple syrup. And then I add three pumps of this blue. Like yes, and that's what she needs to drink water. Wow. And so there's all of those like water, how to make like cotton candy. It's for grown adults who cannot drink water and have to have it taste like an otter pop, essentially. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I-, I can't tell if I'm like, you know, low key disgusted or I'm mad at myself for not thinking of plussing up my water. Like, why am I not plussing up my water? This is um, probably because you want to keep your teeth. That Fair. might be. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you're telling yeah. me four pumps of vanilla cream would have been bad That's for my teeth? Wild. I never, never could have thought. But anyways, they do it in these Stanley Cups. I don't know. Y'all tweet at me and let me know your Stanley Cup. Like, let me see your Stanley Cups, I guess. I don't know. Stanley got a lot of products, by the way. I'm on their website right now, and the offering is vast. We're talking all sorts of Stanley materials here, and kind of want a cop, not going to lie. They got good colors. I like I like being a part of a movement, so... <laughs> <laughs> You're a tastemaker, Danny. This is this is big right here. This is big for Stanley. Mm-hmm. I will just say this is also interesting because Stan the Stanley Cup has been a brand for mm-hmm. decades because of mm-hmm. hockey. I'm just wondering, like, do I go and incorporate a company that makes the Super Bowl and is wow. like the best bowl in the business? Holy and shit! I, I'm sure the NFL would sue. Yeah, you'd my have to call your directly the, off of me. I would be in the courtroom with no pants on. You'd have to be called. You have to call your company the Big Game. Unfortunately, <laughs> this bowl is called game. the Big Game the big for game, some yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a mystery for if there's any water talk, okay. TikTok water, water 
no, water talk out you know there. Waterheads. <laughs> but it sounds like water talk is like the the name of a segment on the most boring podcast ever. <laughs> but I so I had a Tumblr thing. It was like a free giveaway. You know, th- thing like what we're talking about, a Stanley Cup, but it was it was like branded from, I think, a hospital that mm-hmm. my wife worked for at some point. I had water on my bedside table, tap water overnight, left it there the next morning. Usually I'll like clean it out and, you know, get my water for the for the next day. But I left it there the next morning. And then when I took the lid off the next night, it smelled like someone had farted into my <laughs> water cup. And I'm trying, I still like haven't been able to figure out what happened. Like, does, does the water contain methane? Like, is there, am I just, was I having a small stroke? I I don't know, but I'm curious if anyone else has experienced this. Leaving water enclosed overnight and then it (laughs) smells just awful the next day for some reason. I do know that sometimes when I'm using the hot water, uh, like in the sink, it doesn't smell like the city's water, LA. Mm. And that's yeah. not hard to it believe. It was tap. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. was tap. So maybe mm-hmm. there was just, doesn't I just caught a so bad, great. yeah, caught a bad section of the, uh, of the piping or something. I don't know. That sounded gross. I don't know what that phenomenon is because it absolutely exists. You leave a cup of water out for a day, it goes from water to gross and... There's no, you know, it's undeniable. I, I, think, I assume I think that was, I assume that was like dust and stuff landing in it. And, mm-hmm. but this was enclosed mm-hmm. and the whole thing just smelled bad. Maybe, I don't know. I'm going to get pretend sciencey here for a second. And I have a feeling there's something about like evaporation or water, like escaping its liquid form and then turning yeah. into its vapor form on the inside of the glass and then turning back into water and dripping back in, like maybe in something in that process, it makes it gross. But like, that's all I can think of. It mimics the inside of a stomach and it, yes. therefore <laughs> the gases that are created. Smell, I don't know. It's, it's very know confusing. There's somebody maybe who I slept, walked and farted into my cup. I don't know. <laughs> you um, do do that. <laughs> I do do that. I do be doing that. <laughs> Danny, what is something you think is underrated? Um, I don't know if this is considered a good movie or not. Like, I have no concept of what's good from the 90s because I was a kid then. Mm. But I think The Mask is a really good movie. And, like, when I... Daniel, why... Wait, you kind of were... You you shook your head in a way that's... Oh, quite the opposite. I was, to, I was saying, like... That is a okay. good movie. Oh, sorry. Okay. I apologize. No, 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 no. Please. No. Oh, my gosh. You, you're you allowed to have your opinions. I was just was like, wait, you're already disagreeing. <laughs> no, not at all. Quite the opposite. I love The Mask. No, but like I was looking at one I, I loved. I feel like it shaped a lot of the uh, shaped a lot. Jim Carrey himself has shaped a lot of my comedic when I was growing up a lot of. But like the Rotten Tomatoes, like here's one from Siskel of Siskel and Ebert. Carrie and his aggressive overbite are back, <laughs> but this time he's better used as an ingredient instead of as the plot. And then, That's like, so mean, isn't it? That's... This this is from Entertainment <laughs> Weekly. This is rotten. He gave it rotten. Carrie now has the clout to find a vehicle worthy of his hyperactive goof gooniness. When he does, we'll see if he's truly a jester of our time or simply the moron of the moment. Ugh. And this was from 2010. Those are the two oh, options, wow. either a generational comedic talent or an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but OK, so I, I don't no know why ground. I went down a rabbit hole as you do. And so he got so in 1994, he was paid 
350000 for Ace Ventura. So to be the star, that's that's pretty low, but, you know, whatever. It was ninety four. Then off of that, he was then paid $15 million to appear in, in the sequel for Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. So he went from yeah. 350000 to he became such a big star in those, like, two years that he was then paid $15 million. That's yeah. wild. Also, for all you math heads out there, I just looked up what three hundred fifty thousand in and it was in nineteen ninety four money, and that's seven hundred and twelve thousand, which yeah. for like a movie star in a movie still feels like not a wild amount of money. Like right. so, like pay- paying someone to be the star of a like a I don't know like a a wide release comedy seven hundred twelve thousand doesn't feel like a wild amount of money. And I mean, it is of course a lot of money, no doubt. But like that still feels like completely within the realm of possibility of not that much comparatively. Yeah, fifteen million. But they thought right. they didn't know if that movie was going to be direct no. to video or not. True, you know, like that's yeah. what when they made the original Ace Ventura and then immediately discovered that they had like a phenomenon on their hands. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say in the mask, Cameron Diaz. Is so hot really hot. She's just so smoking hot i just there's some really pivotal women from the 90s that i was like oh yeah i'm bisexual her <laughs> and Sel- selma hayek and anything but man early Oof. like 90s not even in why am i blanking not like for me it was like fool's russian when mm. she's like she's just like smoking hot and and matthew perry's like how did i get this woman and i'm like exactly <laughs> yeah the classic exactly. 90s trope yeah. of, the, of the dumpy white dude with the absolutely drop dead gorgeous woman so anyways but the mask i think it's really it's really funny i think it's really funny i think it holds up and it's also a dark horse comics and with all this ip i'm like can i know there was like son of the mask and all the other stuff but like is he i feel like he could i feel like he could have his own universe yeah we could bring that back bring him into the comic book world that was it was such a wild time when like Ace Ventura came out, like you said, they had no idea how it was going to do, but paid him $300,000. And immediately he was his own film genre. Like mm-hmm. that, yeah. that was a period I, I talk about, like there was a period when I was young, when like Bruce Willis movies was my favorite film mm-hmm. genre. And like there, there was definitely a period around this time when like Jim Carrey movies was every kid I knew's favorite movie, <laughs> favorite genre of movie. So good. Yeah. What a run. What a run. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about some news. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire kardashian clan and if you're looking for steamy streams check out grand cayman secrets in paradise the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical caribbean island of grand cayman where the rich come to play but be warned it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long so come check out what's new on hulu this month it's streaming now and it's waiting for you on hulu 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. And we're back and the bipartisan hope act to encourage expunging weed records is back Uh, it's being reintroduced it's back baby tell them yeah so well (laughs) funny story this is the 420 episode and i was like gotta find a weed story man and found this wonderful website marijuana moments and let me tell you (laughs) something if you want to find your weed news you got to be following marijuana moment baby But more importantly, I I was happy to see, if anything, a bipartisan effort to help people expunge their weed records. We know this is something that has been, you know, expunging weed crimes has been a has been a like a countrywide push for probably the last like 10 years of people being like as legal weed is something that is more widely accepted across the countries. More states are, are legalizing cannabis either for medical purposes or for recreational use. The idea of, ex- of expunging people for really petty possession crimes is just like a necessary next step. Also big fan of Ben and Jerry's for really leading the charge on this. Shout out one of my favorite ice creams. But uh, recently, earlier this week, the HOPE Act was reintroduced. The HOPE Act, standing for Harnessing Opportunities by Pursuing Expungement, brought forward by Representative Dave Joyce, a Republican from Ohio, and our girl, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez from New York. It's a bill that's basically incentivizing states to to speed up the expunging process because right now it's expensive it takes a while and the process is really unclear and this is the part that jack noted that i definitely want to talk about one of the parts of the act is to make public how the expungement process works where it happens and just like basically a how-to on like if you want to get your record expunged this is how to do it and the fact that it is taking this act to make that public is kind of like just put it on a fucking website just put that's it on what a website. the act is saying just put it on a free public website is they're just 
having to say that like that that was so revealing to me because it's like that means because that that doesn't cost anything really it costs like minimum server hosting these people these these states already have websites it's just putting a page on the website you're already paying for the hosting get your get your you know your person who's running the the friggin i don't even know what server they're using but like whatever they're using to write one extra page of oh yeah this is how it's done but this i think this is revealing because it it shows that someone is making money off of that not being there Mm -hmm. right Mm-hmm. That and that, like we we talk a lot about, and I, I've seen a lot of people in the news talk about how much incarceration costs the public and mm-hmm. taxpayer dollars. But the dirty secret is someone is making that money. Yeah. Like that money is being paid to people in the prison industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Like in the same way that like when we gawk at like the amount that is spent on defense and like all these weapons that don't ultimately like the the u.s doesn't ultimately need like someone the there are private people who are becoming billionaires off of that shit yeah so that's why it's happening that's why you need a fucking bill to just be like put this web page where people can find it please yeah and, and, and speaking to the someone's making money off of this part, another part from the article is that the legislation would require the attorney general to basically carry out a study that shows exactly how much this costs and how much people who run the prison industrial complex are making off of each person, off of cannabis conviction, uh, cannabis convictions, uh, you know, the financial costs for states that incarcerate people for these things. It's like, you know, it's unclear how much it's costing, you know, the public to help keep people in jail for buying an eighth. And it's like yeah. this, you know, it, it's really, it's, you know, it's ridiculous. And I'm glad that this is being pushed forward. However, I will say the fact that it is being reintroduced suggests that it's not passed the first time. This is obviously yeah. another effort to get people to, you know, to, to, to massage into the situation of we need to be more clear and transparent about how expungement works, what it costs to even keep these people in jail for this nonsense. And while it may not be a step towards, or while it may not be federal legalization, it is at least a step towards increasing the public sentiment towards like, how would you like to not pay this much more money to keep people in jail for literally nothing? So it's like, you know, hopefully it's a movement on the needle, at least a little bit. Yeah, I would say like I'm, being adjacent to this and that I microdose shrooms and I feel like we're Mm. behind. Like I still hear stories of people being arrested at airports for having their shrooms and I use them for depression, which heavily recommend and I've talked about extensively. But like it scares me the idea that I might be filming in a different location where they're illegal. Right. And that I wouldn't be able to carry them with me when it's something that I rely on for my mental health. Totally. So it just feels like we're still lagging in so many of these states and situations. And I want to say this kind of reminds me, this website kind of reminds me of what I wish they would do with our taxes. It's just obviously someone makes money off of that, too. We just had, you know, tax season. Some people are still in the thick of it. And like, it's insane to me that I'm like, you literally know how much I owe. Like, just tell me me. and I will pay it. Send me the bill. 
but they obviously but make money. An industry uh, yeah, to make there's money an entire industry. How, mm-hmm. how difficult and, then, and convoluted it is. And yeah, then when yeah. you don't pay, they they or they you don't pay the right amount, they tell you, "Hey, actually, you owe this much." It's like, "Thank you, thank you for telling <laughs> right. me." Because oh, I, so you knew you yeah. were just giving us busy work. Literally. That's what that's what I feel like. I keep running up to running up against is they're giving us busy work, like to keep us busy. To and then they're like, no, this was actually the answer. Thanks for showing your work Dude. on that. Now you didn't get it right. Jail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just instructive that it's been legalized to in many places to sell it, but we can't get this Hope Act passed or can't right. get any traction for it because selling it makes people money, yeah. but getting people out of prison doesn't make people money and in fact having people in prison makes Mm -hmm. prison industrial complex billionaires i think really really quickly back to danny's point i think it also just begs the question in terms of how far are we behind on the positive effects of other things that we consider to be like narcotics or or you know bad drugs etc when it's like just being able to do research on these things and you know provide solutions for people who really need them i understand we're facing we, we are you know Uh, reaching a similar point with ketamine and how ketamine is also like, you know, in certain doses is super helpful for people suffering from all sorts of different, you know, different things in their lives. And it's just, you know, it's it is continually disappointing how we are trying to push things that could ultimately help people and it gets hampered up by money making when when in fact, when in fact, if we were to pursue these things as an industry, they themselves would also make a lot of money. It's just maybe to take a little bit of time to do a little R&D to see how maybe microdosing mushrooms is actually super duper helpful. And that's a whole other industry that you could just create out of that. And yet it's like, no, we have to live with these archaic ideas of how these drugs are bad. And it's just it's silly. It is very silly. That's wild to me because it's I mean, same thing we talk about weed, but literally of the earth. It's just so it's insane to me that we have regulated or made it illegal things that you can literally grow. Yes. But I do want to say I have done clinical ketamine and did Mm. it at a doctor's office yeah (laughs) yeah i mean there's like that that is one that there is here in la you can do that not a lot of other places sure sure there yeah that uh, ketamine is one where there has been a lot of progress made and like you can do it in a clinical setting Mm. but also there's still a bunch of restrictions around it and it's not as you know, up and up and like easy and therefore it makes it more likely that people will use it in ways that are not as beneficial. So like just going strong in the direction of research and finding healthy contexts where people can actually use this. Like MDMA, I think, is the the next one that is really getting a lot of uh, Mm -hmm. attention in in the research community. But yeah. very slow. I've been going. doing a lot of personal research on that at all the uh, raves yeah. I go to. And let me tell you something. The euphoria is unmatched. And yeah. um, I don't know. I think everybody else should, um, you know, take a take a page out of that and experience it. But they like it's being described as like a wonder drug when it comes to PTSD. Oh, it was a wonder. When, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but like actually doing taking it and then having a conversation with a trained therapist. Yeah. Like you're just like breaking down all these barriers and getting to things that usually without the therapeutic use of MDMA like are pretty hard to get to 
I just forget like how different our jobs and world are from the rest of the world because when I I would take shrooms and then go to my writer's room and then my showrunner was like, oh, I want to know what shrooms you're taking. So then she started taking them and got her family, like her mom and dad to start taking them. And I'm like, in any other setting, we would be drug tested and I would be fired. Right. You know, but we're in a, a creative industry where they're like, oh, that helps your brain. Like, I want some of yeah. that mm -hmm. um, where it's not seen. I remember this MTV show I worked on. This was before weed was like completely legal, but that our showrunners had like a big bong and would smoke like during lunch. And I'm just like, this is such a different world than Frisco, Texas, where I came from, <laughs> where I, <laughs> you know, went to high school yeah. and, and we and people are being like drug tested for these things that actually do really help folks with their depression, with their attention. What I was yeah. going to say is shrooms, opposite of what we started talking about today with with weed, for me, it's a, a, an upper. So and I don't have any like I don't come down, I guess, is what I would say. Yeah, I can take it and then write is what I meant. Whereas normally with most with, edibles, yeah. I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. But those are also yeah. the strains I know that I'm doing. I don't need education on it for <laughs> anyone that wants to. <laughs> yeah. Leave the mentions me. alone, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Danny, uh, some information that I think you might find useful <laughs> on the subject. All right. Uh, Newsmax and OAN are avoiding this. It, it's basically like a lot of people are saying. It's weird because this Fox settlement is arguably the biggest media story of the year. It's a lot of money, $787.5 million that they yeah. had to settle. I don't know if it's going to bankrupt them, but it's it hurts. We got a bunch of great leaks from the lawsuit. I wish we would have been able to see it in public court. But again, this is the problem with counting on the U.S. justice system or corporations to fight our battles for us. But, you know, a good blunt instrument for shaking loose some interesting Details like that Tucker Carlson doesn't believe any of the shit he's saying. Like we have him in text messages saying like this is all bullshit and Trump is a disaster for him and the Republican Party. So th there's also two other pending lawsuits with Dominion suing OAN and Newsmax, as well as Patrick Byrne, the former Overstock CEO who mm -hmm. appeared on OAN as an expert and spread misinformation about Dominion in the 2020 election. And so they are not reporting on this Fox News settlement. One spokesperson for, I think it was OAN, came out very confidently and was like, Newsmax issued a confident statement claiming that the case against them is materially different than the one involving Fox. But the, the only difference seems to be that they kept going. Like the, <laughs> Fox kind of backed off of it after a little while once they got sued. And Newsmax and OAN were just like, strong and wrong the whole time on claiming that the 2020 election was stolen. So we'll be interested. They seem like actual, actually in danger of being put out of business with a similar sized settlement. So be interesting to see. Yeah. You won't hear about it anywhere on <laughs> Newsmax or OAM. Yeah. No, no, it just, you know, I feel like in general settlements are always a little you know, I can understand in certain situations, while the idea of settling out of court is probably better for both parties in certain situations. But when it's like when you are settling such an enormous lawsuit that directly affects the outcome of the politics and the and and the world that would affect hundreds of millions of people, I feel like you shouldn't just be allowed to swipe it under the rug for however much money. Like, I want every detail to come out 
about why they settled, what the, what, you know, I want every single detail to be known to everybody so that they have to stand by what they settled for and why. And I'm sure that there's a way that you can personally seek that out, but there has to be a widely public, I mean, like, you know, this almost sounds like, I don't know. I don't want this to be further applied to things like witch trials or some shit like that, where it's like, well, they were convicted of this and they settled. So now we're going on a, a witch hunt. But it's just like when you affect an entire nation's worth of people with your lies, like you have to be held to task and just paying $700 million, which is, of course, a lot of money. I don't think that's enough. Like, I want to no, know. Definitely not. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's just unfair. Yeah. It should have hurt more. It's, I mean, they, hell yeah. they paid that amount because it was worth it to them yes. for this not to happen in a public venue. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. So which is bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. It will be interesting to see if we can get Newsmax and OANN just out of existence, sued out of existence. Bro, that'd be but, sick. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of settlements, I sent my friend this article from Gawker because they had a blind item on a beloved um, actor, which I'll talk mm. to you guys afterwards. And my friend was like, Gawker's still around? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realize yeah. that they still were around. Well, they went, I think they went out like a couple no, they, months back. They're back again? Oh, but no, I, I was referring to their thing with Hulk Hogan, right? That's yeah. how they went under. Yes. But they, they're still reporting. They so came, I think they went out of business at the end of January, unfortunately. Oh, so that literally was, <laughs> it was like, like a one year. of the last. Yeah, one okay. of the last stories. One of the last stories. Unfortunately, because they had some great people in, in, uh, working there, including, you know, one of the hosts of Stradio Lab. And just, it, I, I thought it was so good. And it was also just satisfying for them not to be out of business because for sure, they were put out of business by, by a, a billionaire racist, activist, yeah. racist. Yeah person who uses teenagers as blood bags allegedly so are we still talking about hulk hogan (laughs) (laughs) no i'm talking about peter Thiel. oh i'm sorry used the hulk hogan thing to get them put out of business but you are you are obviously have it's your job to pay attention to the news so i only knew parts of that and the only parts i know are hulk hogan is racist and he like sued them that's all i knew bam that's all racist, I... but you're not allowed to tell people I'm racist, brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also Our... his... Never mind. Let's continue. Let's not talk about Hulk Hogan anymore. I, I kind of need to hear what you want oh, to say Oh, I was just going to say <laughs> Roy Wood Jr., who I love and adore. Shout out he has Roy. a really great... Yeah, shout out Roy. He has a really great... It's up on Comedy Central's website. It's part of his stand-up special where he was saying, like, y'all give trans people such a hard time when Hulk Hogan's name is Terry. Like, he's a guy from Tampa named Terry. And y'all have no problem. Funny. And he was like, do you think Ice Cube is really Ice Cube's name? And it was like, so think (laughs) of that next. Maybe it's that's just what they want to be called. Yeah. He was like, think of that next time y'all are giving trans people a hard time. So shout out to Roy for, you know, being Terry's my dead name, brother. (laughs) Terry. Terry. Okay. I mean, from... (laughs) It's, it's like, you know, people do amazing things when they like are forced like by circumstance or like have a really tough upbringing. And like he came up with one of the best fictional names of all time mm. from the difficult circumstance of growing up being named Terry. You know? <laughs> He's like, that was just, his 
was in his la- in the lab as a kid dreaming of other things that his name could be other than Terry. And he hit on a good one, Hulk Hogan. I think that was maybe not his invention, but oh well. <laughs> There's some marketing team that's like, what do you mean he came up with it? <laughs> I also found out that John Cena was Big Tim. I just found what? that out today. Yeah, that's like, his... he went by Big Tim. Oh, before... I think yeah, that was his birth name. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think that was no, Big no, Tim. No one's going to believe this. <laughs> How about be... John Cena? Oh, yeah. No, that's better. That's better than Big <laughs> Much Tim. Much better. Big, Big Tim. Tim. Big that's awesome. Tim. That's funny. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. And we're back. And the Great Pacific Garbage Patch is now so big and permanent that a coastal ecosystem is thriving on it, according to scientists. This is one of those interesting news stories that I feel like I wanted to click on it, like with a hopeful note 
in my heart of like, ah, you know, Dr. Ian Malcolm was right. Life will find a way. (laughs) And then you get to, and I mean, there, there are a bunch of different animals and sea anemones and stuff living on the garbage patch, connecting themselves to different pieces of floating plastic, but it's not good. (laughs) It's it's still really bad. It's bad. The, the I actually got a bunch of new information about the Pacific gar, uh, garbage patch that I wasn't fully aware of. Like that, it's it's mostly like a soupy microplastic pool at this yeah. point. That's mostly what you see. It's not the floating landfill that I think I had been imagining in my head. We add eight million tons a year of plastics to it. The majority of it comes from the fishing industry. This was one that kind of blew my mind is that the majority of the plastic in this Texas, two two times the size of Texas garbage gyre comes from one industry. Yeah. Like it's it's not us. <laughs> like it's not it's not your straws and like they, and it's great to like be conscientious and like, you know, recycle your plastic. And sure. Do, you know, or just don't use plastics. That that's all great. But I think the way that this story got down, trickles down to me, is that because of all the plastic bottles you use, like those, every plastic bottle you used has ended up in the middle of the Pacific on this floating island. Mm -hmm. And it's actually one industry, the fishing industry, is responsible for at least one Texas of of (laughs) the entire garbage patch. And just nobody does, like... That is something you can do something about, you know, that's that's an industry that you can regulate in a world where the U.S. government actually regulated corporations. Well, I was being from Texas. I love whenever we're used as a size of measurement. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. It's the size of three Texases. Yes. Which I think would be the size of the United States. Yeah, pretty much. We're three different Texases. That makes a lot of sense to me. Also, I just, I don't know. I kind of disagree slightly in that this is a product of us. Because, yes, it is the fishing industry, but we are the consumers of that. It's the same with when we're talking about methane with cows. Like, that's that's a a direct correlation to the amount of meat that we're consuming. Hey, Danny, those aren't my farts. So (laughs) I am blameless. Okay, those cows are... No, I totally agree with that. But it just... It's also the fault of... Like, it just feels more addressable when you realize it's a one specific industry. Basically, you know, what I'm saying yeah. is vegans are like, not us again, yeah, not yeah. us, uh, <laughs> which I'm not yeah. vegan. So but so I take I take part responsibility, but I just feel vegans are always like, no, we're not contributing. Right. Except for, for with almonds. I'm paying attention, y'all. I've been <laughs> that I whole story about almonds. how almonds are like destroying the world. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, OK, so everything we do. Yeah, there's always horrifying stories of the microplastics mm-hmm. in people's blood. And yeah, yeah. Not from my Stanley Cup, though. Not, Not from, from your Stanley Cup. Stan- Stan- stainless that steel. That Stanley Cup doesn't end up in the Pacific oh, garbage jar. Yeah, indestructible. <laughs> it's indestructible. <laughs> it will be here long after humanity. That should be their te- their <laughs> marketing pitch. Will outlive. Yeah, humanity. will outlive you. Yes. All right, and then finally, a baseball story that's not a baseball story, but it is something I'm seeing pop up. It's always interesting when like people start sharing baseball news, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you're a baseball fan, interesting." But 
they they introduced new rules this season with the goal of speeding up the game. The most impactful is a pitch clock. So pitchers only have 15 to 20 seconds to throw the ball after catching it. Right. Uh, it has like cut an entire hour out of like the game runtime. Yeah. So it's working, but the big concern that people had being this being America and the only important thing being how we sell things right. is how much beer are people going to be able to sell <laughs> now? Because most teams stop selling beer after the seventh inning because they don't want people driving home like freshly drunk. Mm. They want them driving home like still drunk, but with kind of a hangover, I guess like three, three innings is not enough guys to not, no longer be drunk. I'm, I'm assuming. So that people are saying that it actually isn't cutting down on the sale of beer somehow. Damn. Yeah. So people, people are, are chugging still just it. That means getting people it, are chugging. <laughs> getting it in, you know, that's, I, I think baseball more than, maybe any other sport is about the experience of going and being in an interesting looking place and getting drunk with your fellow humans that I want to get about the game. I, I want to get into baseball. I've never been into baseball. I don't understand it. And mm. I'm really jealous of not like the game. I obviously understand the concept. I used to play softball when I was younger and I hated it. <laughs> um, and I really want I just I want to be a baseball person. Y'all seem like you're having fun. You got your peanuts and your hot dog and your beer and you're out there and you're baking in the sun and you're watching like one thing happen every five to six minutes. Yeah. And, right. <laughs> and, and I'm jealous. It's, it reminds me of golf. So I'm like, I, I want to be, I'm going to force myself to get into it because I want to be, it's like a baseball culture here in LA is huge. It is yeah. huge. Yeah. Go Doyers. It is fun. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, there's, there's a certain recreation about baseball that I don't think you necessarily get with other sports where, you know, I think, as you mentioned, like sitting outside baking in the sun, like that is unique. That is unique to baseball. It's so much more just like hanging out and chilling with your friends. You grab some food and just kind of like chill and enjoy this awesome experience and then if the game is really close the last half hour of it is like the most exciting part it just gets yeah. so it's 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 so much fun you get to chill for a little bit then you're full of beer and hot dogs and you just get to go wild for a big home run so it's just i don't know i completely agree great recreational experience baseball yeah but so the the upshot of this is that they are turning this into an opportunity to sell even more beer because they're basically saying like well we can't we're we're gonna lose out on too many beer sales with this shortened game, which actually isn't backed up by like they did a bunch of test runs in minor league baseball stadiums. And the managers of those games found that concession sales were not affected at all by the shortened games. There you go. But they are arguing to extend last call beyond the seventh inning. So Conceivably, it will just mean selling even more beer under the guise of maintaining the status quo, which is pretty diabolical. I got a question. I'm impressed. I got a question. Yeah. So isn't the idea of stopping selling beer at a certain point is that people aren't getting drunker at the very end of the game so that they're not yes. leaving drunk, right? Yes. yes. That they're not driving yes. away from the stadium drunk. So despite the fact that the game is shorter and you have, quote unquote, less time to sell beer, extending the time to sell beer seems to exacerbate the problem of people leaving the stadium drunk, right? Oh, sure. So yeah, like, they've just chosen that problem 
as opposed to the problem of making less money. They're like, well, you're going to have trouble <laughs> tracing it back to any individual one of us okay. and we make more money. So, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. there you go. Okay. Sounds good. Surely this, surely this will not go wrong at all. Yeah. I need the narrator voice here in two weeks. It did. <laughs> it did. It did. All right. And uh, finally, there's a scene from a Netflix show that is going viral. <laughs> the show is called Obsession. It's about a hotshot surgeon who becomes obsessed with his 20-something son's mysterious girlfriend, mm. uh, come fiance, Anna or Anna and follows them to France. And when the couple go out for dinner, this brilliant surgeon breaks into their hotel room, smells Anna on the linens, and proceeds to hump the pillow. And that oh is boy. the scene that is getting people. <laughs> oh boy. I'm looking at the photos, and I'm enjoying it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Jon Stewart is... Stop. That's what the photos look like to me. I haven't watched the live action, but... So this is, but also his son's scent would be on it too, right? Is that what we're saying? It was his son and his daughter-in-law were staying in this bed? Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, that's where, okay. My brain that's, immediately went there, but I'm it's like. It's really she, creepy. It's, it's, a, it's not a thing that I, I guess I've, I guess it kind of comes up in the movie in the bedroom, but the idea of like dad with son who he's like real into the son be like getting laid. Yeah. Like this is just the most specifically I've seen that where the dad is it, maybe there was like a Nora Ephron movie that was also about this but it's it's a lot they, they really went for it there's a TikTok here that says obsession scenes to skip if watching with your parents <laughs> I want to be like it wouldn't be the whole the whole thing why would you watch this series with your parents yeah the, the whole thing it's just the credits running it's gonna be a good watch exactly <laughs> Maybe you oh. think that your dad is like too into your fiance, and so you like sit sit him down and watch this <laughs> yeah, with it, him and be like, "This is you, this is man." You. I was gonna say, is it things to not watch with your parents or ways to find out your parents are into some freaky shit? Oh, right. <laughs> Neither are for me for that. Is, is this like number one on there? Th is it like everyone watching this right now? Is this like number one on Netflix or something? I don't know. One don't of our know. producers, I'm not going to say who, was like, "Oh my god, I just watched this." <laughs> so it's we have it going viral and we also have confirmation mm. from inside the zeitgeist that this is this is being watched and yeah i i guess that was a service that was being provided by netflix uk they were like oh. if you've made the parentheses questionable decision to watch obsession with your parents these are the moments you'll probably want to excuse yourself mm. which is kind of brilliant marketing because then those are the moments that people are just going to rush to right. and meme so they've like done the work for viewers mm -hmm. which is probably pretty smart this is like what what are the other netflix i mean i guess 365 days was like a netflix movie that kind of went viral i don't know if there were like very specific moments from that there was the the guy with the enormous dick scene from a netflix show what? that went viral do you remember that no it was like it was like a guy was jealous of his husband or his wife's ex and then like his wife's ex like showed up at his gym and just had like the big, <laughs> the biggest, like it was like a cartoonishly big dick. <laughs> and she was like, oh, uh, what's his no. name? I just need I was going to say, that's ridiculous. Where would someone possibly watch something like that? 
Wait, what was it, it called? Could be me. Oh, Netflix. Man. Let me type in Netflix yeah, big Netflix dick. Netflix big dick guy. <laughs> Netflix big dick guy is probably going to bring it up. <laughs> oh, no, you can see it immediately. Okay, yeah. Se- on Sex Life. Is that what you were sex, saying? Yeah, Sex slash Life. Oh, yeah. Penis. If you Is y'all... Adam Demos's dick real? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is the number one. Uh, it, there's, I'm guessing no. Is dick real? Yeah. <laughs> Listener, <laughs> if you type in Netflix big dick guy, that is all of the images. Yeah, is this man in the it's, shower? It's big, right? I'm not like... Oh, I haven't seen it. Do you actually oh, okay. see it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all blurred out in the... Well, this black bar looks very big, so... Yeah. The, like, blurred sensor thing is going uh, down pretty low. I don't know. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. it. It's pretty... It's I have a, child lock on, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, well... That's the that's the last one and probably better one to go viral because just watching a middle-aged man hump a pillow. Oh. I, get, I I can't knock it until I've seen it, right? I just... But, I just sorry, Danny, go ahead. No, um, I'm. I have now seen the dick, and I want to confirm for you, Jack. This is a big dick. Yes, okay. <laughs> it's a big dick. <laughs> kind of like I'll unnaturally say, yeah. big dick. I also yeah. just want to share. You know, in the process of finding the story earlier from at marijuana moment, it's like when you discover websites, you're like, of course, there's a website for that. Scrolling halfway down the page of the Netflix big dick guy search on Google brings you to bigdickguide.com and. Of course. Like, why Why yeah. would I think that that doesn't exist? How is that not the number one website? How is that not the number one yeah. website? Is that like WikiFeet for, for dicks? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And the follow-up <gasps> question everyone had was, was the sex life penis a prosthetic? And the answer is yes, according to Newsweek. Although Newsweek has been questionable in their reporting. Okay, but I have from Yahoo Sports, Adam <laughs> Dem- <laughs> why they're commenting adam demos's friends confirm his size wasn't quote special effects oh my god wow and you all know yahoo sports would not play us so not not my yahoo sports they (laughs) they've never led me astray they ask Um, like his last five girlfriends that would be (laughs) wild well danny uh, such a pleasure having you <laughs> on the Daily Zeitgeist. I'm glad we left it at an appropriately totally. yeah. highbrow moment. Yes. Where can people <laughs> find you, follow you, all that good stuff? I am at Ms. Danny Fernandez on all the things. I also have a horror short, a thriller that I wrote and starred in called In the Static, which is hitting the festival circuits this summer. I can't announce nice. what festivals we've gotten yet because they won't allow us to announce it. But if you follow me and you, we might be coming to a city near you. So, yeah. There you go. Well, follow Danny. If you're not already, you probably all are already. But if you're not, follow Danny. Find out about that. Oh, yeah. Is there a work of media that you've been enjoying besides the pillow humping scene? I have these tweets. I have yeah. one of them that's from at Isabel Steckel. She says, a grown man will look you dead in the eyes and tell you he's rooting for a sports team called the Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Happy 420, everyone. Happy 420. There you go. Yeah. Daniel. Yes, sir. Thank you for uh, guesting today. Where can people find you? And is there a work of media you've been enjoying? Yes, there is. Uh, You can find me all over the internet at DJ Daniel, DJ underscore Daniel on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok, I guess. And uh, the piece of social media that I'm sharing is the same one that I share every 420. And I'm going to do the great thing of describing an image on a podcast. So fans, get ready. It's a picture of a dude smoking weed out of a pipe 
And then next to it is the same picture, but he's wearing a party hat. And the left one is me every day. And the other one is me on 420. <laughs> and that is just the fact of the matter. It's Love like, it. you know, for everybody yeah. celebrating, lest we forget that that's just what we're all doing every other day anyway. So, you know, yeah. I don't know why the <laughs> put, day but makes a difference. Put a little fun but, hat on. Put, put a little fun yeah. hat on. And Lord knows I got my fun hat on right now. There you go. So I, know I don't have my fun hat on. Oh, crap. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, <laughs> some tweets I've been enjoying. I blessed the reins down in Castamere tweeted. Yeah, officer, I was speeding to get past the logging truck. I don't know if you saw this movie that came out in 2003. <laughs> I've never since 2003 have not driven past a logging truck without having that exact thought. 100 percent. Too scary. And then Audrey Farnsworth tweeted, when I finish a package of English muffins, I crush the container on my forehead like a beer can. Uh, <laughs> Audrey's a really funny writer. You can find... That's funny. Me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy, especially today being 420. Mm. DJ Daniel, I'm yes. told that you have a you have a special special track for people. Just just one to partaking. listen to while indeed, if you're partaking in this wonderful holiday of 420, I hope you listen to Acid Raindrops by People Under the Stairs, a classic LA hip hop jam. I just I could not think of a vibe that is more perfectly suited to match what you'll all be doing so i hope you you know roll one up or do whatever you want to do eat an edible take a chill pill lie on the couch throw in some acid raindrops and enjoy yourself on this wonderful 420 and stay safe please drink some water don't go operate any heavy machinery and just you know have fun. i forget what it which of those like music algorithm platform things maybe it was pandora but it, like one of them after me liking like you know 300 of my favorite songs is like oh you're you're stoned right now i get it <laughs> like it, it was like stoner <laughs> hip-hop is your preferred genre of music here's a playlist mm. for you and i was like i haven't smoked weed in 10 years but i guess i have that taste in music so go listen to that oh, yeah. whether you're partaking or not the daily zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite shows that's going to do it for us this morning back this afternoon to tell you what is trending and we'll talk to y'all then bye bye zeit gang you like to watch new stuff right i mean who doesn't i do well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. 
Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.